All right, so today is Freedom Friday, where we talk about everything sales related, how to get men to happily say yes to you. So I wanted to pull out some heavy sales tactics, so I looked up a man named Brian Tracy who was talking about the psychology of selling. Brian Tracy single-handedly is really the one that pushed me to believe that I could get into the top 10% of income earners at any club I worked in. I had never thought of that before. I had never even thought of that concept before. I need to get in the top 10% until I found Brian. And he gave me the right thinking to go about making it happen. I cherish this man for how he's been able to shift my attitude in life. So we're gonna go over some information from one of his lectures. This isn't the whole thing yet, but I plan to go over the rest of it to complete the lessons from this particular talk. When I really look at sales, when I really look at it, I know for a fact that what we're about to go over is true. To make a lot of money as a dancer or in life in general, it's not the lines that you give these guys. There's no magic word like say this and you'll get a yes or to get noticed, dance like this or spin on the pole like this or try a certain color or outfit. I totally believe all of that stuff helps, but I 100% believe for the most part, you making a lot of money is about how you see yourself, which might be a tough pill for some of us to swallow, but you can change the way that you see yourself. So if you don't see yourself in a positive light right now, you can eventually, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, because I'll just make it worse. Be like, okay, I can improve the way I see myself. I can get better. This is really the guy that absolutely helped me realize that there was no ceiling on my income. This is the guy. This is the reason why I didn't quit stripping, and I really just decided to go for it, to start experimenting with my attitude, my personality, my looks, my tone of voice, stripper names, hair, makeup, everything. And to start looking at work, and the customers at work way more differently than I had been in a way more positive light. This man changed my perspective in massive ways. So here are some of the notes from this talk on the psychology of selling. Successful people are action oriented. When they hear something new, they do something about it right away. Try quickly so you can fail and get it over with quickly. Try, see if it works, get it over with if it doesn't, and then try something new. That could apply to clubs, that could apply to customers, that could apply to people in your life, it could apply to anything. There are only two things that can happen when you try this. It'll either work or it won't. And if it kind of works, you can improve upon it and keep going. Or if it doesn't work and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna move on. Successful people are always in motion. Unsuccessful people are always waiting. Successful people are average people that try more things. You could be a total moron that was handed a bunch of darts and told to keep throwing darts at the board and hit the target. And eventually, whether you're intelligent or not, you'll hit the target. Successful people fail faster than other people and keep trying things until they get traction and then they keep going. Same applies with dancing. Every time a customer says no, you learn from that experience or at least you should be learning from that experience. Pay attention to the things that don't work and the things that do work and ask more people. Success is not an accident and failure is not an accident. If you want to be financially independent, and I know you do, it's not luck when you get it and it's not an accident. What's the one thing in your life that you have that you can control right now? It's your mind. 
you might not actually have control of your mind yet. You might be letting that negative little voice run the show, but it is something that we can learn to really control. We become what we think about most of the time. What do most successful people focus on most of the time? They focus on what they want. They focus on how, and they focus on the target. And the target while going to work that I would say you should be focusing on is walking out of the club at the end of the night happy and thankful that you went in and visualizing yourself with a hand full of hundreds and twenties or in your purse because you shouldn't be walking out of the club with that in your hand. Successful people are successful because they think about what they want. Unsuccessful people are unsuccessful because they think about what they don't want. They think and talk about their bad luck, bad experiences, bad jobs, and continue to whine at any opportunity that someone gives them to spew their shit all over them. And this is true. When you bitch about your life to someone else without asking them if they can help you see a solution and you just want to impose your toxic bullshit on others, you're recreating the reality that you don't want and you're most likely pulling them down with you. Successful people are thinking about what they want and how to get it most of the time. They're not bitching about their problems. When I realized a few weeks into my dancing career that there were girls that were always making money and there were ones that always weren't making money, I decided to observe both groups. I wanted to know what the hell was going on. How was that even possible? That it was consistent. Some girls were always making money and some girls weren't ever making money. Because some of the girls that were always making money, absolutely no offense to them at all, but they weren't the prettiest in the club. And I would have thought as a brand new dancer, it was the prettiest girls that made the most money. And that is just simply not true. You want to know what I found out? First thing I noticed when I was like, I need to figure out how, how this is possible, how some of them are always making money and how some of them aren't. The first thing I noticed was when I would talk to them, I would always ask, how are you doing? And even the girls that always made money that I knew hadn't made any money yet, they'd smile and say, pretty good. And with a contagious glow, nonetheless. And the ones that never made money would say the same shit about how much it sucked, how much this sucks or that sucks or that guy sucks or the day sucks or the weather sucks or whatever. It was repelling. It was very unattractive. And I'm talking about the tall, skinny 18-year-olds that you would think that men would trip over. And it just wasn't true. It starts in your mind. What you think about multiplied by the emotion, how you think and feel about the situation equals your results. And another thing to think about, when you criticize successful people, rich people or this or that or greedy or whatever, trying to pull them down to feel better about yourself, it doesn't hurt them at all. But what it does do is drive success away from your life. You develop a negative force field of energy around yourself that repels success when you do that and when you act that way. So don't ever criticize successful people. Find successful people that you respect. Find successful people that have built something that you admire and make them your role model. There was a study done with over 350,000 salespeople and they tracked them over a series of years. The experiment was... Randomly, the people in the study would get a phone call and the people doing the study would ask them what they were thinking about right now. 
and whatever it was, the person would answer. They tracked that over years and then compared their income. It turns out the highest paid salespeople had a particular pattern of thinking that was different from the lowest paid salesperson, and it was a consistent pattern. There was one quality that top salespeople have more than any other single quality. It's the highest quality of all, and it actually predicts success in life more than any other single thinking quality. Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is? If you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you might be able to guess it. It's optimism. It's positive thinking. Who would have thought? Successful people have a really high level of optimism, which makes me super happy to hear because sometimes I feel like I'm just ridiculously optimistic. But then after going over this thing today, I was like, wow, okay, I am on the right track. They found that optimists have two great qualities that make them great at selling. They tried more, they made more calls, they tried more people because they had an unrealistic expectation that they would be successful in getting yeses from potential customers. I did the exact same thing. They just believed and expected they would be successful. So they tried harder and they tried more approaches. And the second one is they persisted more because they had an expectation that if they persisted, they would succeed. On average, the statistic on sales at the time of the recording from this video, which looked like it was from a while ago, the info that I'm getting it from, it took 6.8 visits on average to make a sale. So in our example, we would have to go up to the same customer almost seven times and ask him for a dance before he said yes. Just assume your customer's business because basically he is your business. But once you've made the sale, you can sometimes keep that customer potentially for years and every sale after the first one takes you a tenth of the time that it took to get the first sale. Persist until you get the sale and then if he's worth it, keep in touch with that customer and it's up to you to decide how much worth it is to keep in touch with him. Maybe get yourself a work email that can't be traced to you and get his email and let him know you can email him when you're going into work. That way if that way he doesn't have your number and if he emails you back, you don't actually have to reply because you were just going to work and you're not checking your email anymore. So optimists try more things, ask more people, are more persistent in asking for the sale even though they know on average it's gonna take them six no's before they get a yes and gradually they begin to build up their customer base and they end up significantly more successful than the other salespeople, than the other strippers that ask less people and go home earlier than you. Optimists have a different way of thinking about life in the world. One of the ways this is true is in how they see the future. Optimists idealize about the future more most of the time. They think about the positive possibilities of the future. They imagine, what would my future look like if it were fantastic? There are four areas that optimists idealize. And these four things are things that people globally want. We all want these things. We all want excellent health. We all want people around us that we truly like. We want to do meaningful work and we want to do it well. Your level of self-esteem determines your level of optimism. If you really like yourself, if you feel happy about yourself, you'll do your work better. 
And the flip side is true. When you do your work better, you'll also like yourself more. And each time you learn something new that enables you to do your work better, you'll like yourself even more. The more you like yourself, the better you'll do. And the better you do, the more you'll like yourself. So say it with me. I like myself. And say it like you mean it. I like myself. Say it out loud. I like myself. I like myself. This is the one line that increased my self-esteem to new heights just by saying it over and over when I first heard it. I mean it, and you can do it too. So say it again. I like myself. I like myself. I like myself. I really, really like myself. I like who I am. I like myself. There was another nine-year study where they looked at the top people from all types of industries and they asked them what the greatest benefit of being in the top of their field was. And it was that it gave them very high self-esteem. It made them like themselves more. Plus they had a bunch of money to boot. The same is true of our industry. When you get in the top, you'll have more resources available to you than ever before. And ultimately this will bring about very high levels of self-esteem and personal satisfaction, which in turn will bring you more customers that will like you more because you like yourself more. And you, my dear, can get into the top 10%. You can do it. Make that a goal. Make that your goal. Get into the top 10%. Visualize it. Say it. Believe it. And repeat the process. I love you. We'll talk soon.